How did you get here, Laura Murray? Welcome to episode five of the podcast that documents people's journeys to where they are now. My guest today is the open book, always honest and hilarious Laura from the Instagram page F off mum tum. You will adore her energy. Enjoy. I'm good. How are you? I am. Let's pretend we've been talking for the last like hour. <laughs> I know. We had already catch up there now, giving out about everything that happened the week back to school and lockdown. And oh my gosh. And both of us just being exhausted. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. And we all thought we'd be out of it by now. And even I was thinking at the, the start of April that they might like give us a bit more leeway than the 20k. I know. And are you looking at people on Instagram over in England and all in pubs going, <laughs> what, what? Like this used to be my life. Why am I not there too? This isn't fair. No, a friend of mine works in TK Maxx in Oxford Street. And, and like they're back to work. Do, so they have closed shops open too, bastards. Like yeah, and all I want to do is go to TK Maxx. Like I am obsessed with TK Maxx because they have ah! the weirdest stuff. And then you get like really good makeup, cheap and bags and everything, and like flip flops. Come on, it's flip flop weather. Oh, stop it! Yeah, no, I have to say I'm mad for the TK Maxx flip flops because you get deadly ones. Deadly but I do ones? like going upstairs and looking at all the mental house stuff that yeah. you're just like who buys this like stop it no I buy people it people in Ireland own houses big enough to put like a full-size <laughs> giraffe in this is ridiculous wouldn't you know it's like Joey out of friends when he just goes a bit mad not the horse the dog do you know the when dog. he pushes them in I love that so much no and, oh. and and she's like obviously she's not impressed but um she sent pictures there the last night of walking around Primark. I'm like, oh my God, I need some oh. underwear so bad. <laughs> I need hair bobbins. I need their industrial size packet of hair bobbins. Yeah. All of mine are snapping and I'm like, um, pennies. I can't remember last time I was in a pennies. I'm going to go in. I'm going to just like need a guide around. I'll be like, what is this place? I haven't oh, been man. here in so long. I've missed you. <laughs> that, that'll be second nature. We'll walk in and we'll adjust right back in. We'll oh, we'll get the, know where everything the is. smell of those cheap fabrics. And we'll just go, yes, I'm home. I'm home. <laughs> and then we'll all buy that one nice dressy top to go over jeans or leggings for when we get out again. The one top. Yes. Yeah. yeah that one top like we have to get the top because it won't be going on holidays and everyone having the same like yeah. bikini beside the pill <laughs> I love that spot who's from Dublin or, yeah, yeah. Spot yeah. From the and you know all, actually, all the carrier yeah. bags and yes bags. like that's penny that's oh penny. pennies pennies best thanks son pennies thanks <laughs> oh my god I missed that but tell oh. everyone who you are and where you are and what you do and everything just tell it's just talk about me this is the best ever I have two kids so I never get to just talk about myself <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm Laura and we met on Instagram yeah. I am f f off mum tum on Instagram um and yeah basically that's all I do right now because I have two little beautiful demon children who keep me busy <laughs> <laughs> so that's yeah that's pretty much all I do I used to I worked at the airport for like 10 years got pregnant realized you can't work shift and have kids really mm-hmm. you know and I moved out of Dublin just as soon as like I was five minutes out of Dublin and I found out I was pregnant I was like well this has all worked out great so I'm actually living in Wicklow now mm-hmm. which is just fantastic it's so so good <laughs> <laughs> no, you know no. what? I spent <laughs> I spent a good bit down on bit of time down in Wicklow, maybe 2013, 2014. Yeah. And we a friend of mine was working on Vikings and the Wicklow Mountains are a very scary place. Yes, they are a very, very scary place. I don't really I don't really go there, so that's okay. <laughs> it's okay. I <laughs> thought it was well gonna to be magical and lovely and you know obviously the vikings were lovely to look at oh uh, yeah and the set were... my dad actually did security on the set there did he the... yeah my oh dad my you see this is the thing my dad's from 
Lanealy, which is only uh, like the village over the road from me. I'm in Ashford. And then I've loads of cousins all over Wicklow. Mm-hmm. And when I talk about it, even I can hear a fucking Wicklow accent coming through my voice. And I'm like, no, I'm from Dublin. And that's it. I will never have that taken away from me. It's hard. It is. It's very hard. To know what it is, is it, is it just a Dublin thing or is, does it matter where you're from when you're taken away from your, your roots? It's like, no. <gasps> yeah like Like, a lot of people say to me because like are you from cork i'm like i am not from i am how dare you say that to someone from (laughs) kerry i don't fucking think so (laughs) no (laughs) those peasants i don't think so no no. (laughs) and i was like i I love cork i was in college in cork for four years like anyone you ever meet from cork is the best crap oh i I love cork yeah i do i love it yeah down there actually so I, do, I would be up and back to Cork a good bit. Well, before I had kids, really, like, but uh, it's a uh, good crack, good crack. <laughs> I've had a few good nights out in Cork, actually. <laughs> oh, lad, Cork can be great. Oh, and my then, God, nights out. How much do you miss nights out, though? Oh, like, for real? Well. See, I wasn't, like, a really, I wasn't a really huge person for nights out because, like, I get really bad in, like, crowded places. And truly... Uh, the places in Tralee are just really small and like yeah. the smoking areas where everyone gathers is like super small yes and I find like you know yourself now you get 30 nearly 33 and because <laughs> I, teach, I teach like teenagers oh shit you're seeing your students I'm like what are you doing out and they're like don't tell my mom and I'm like uh, oh <laughs> I love don't wrap me out miss <laughs> yeah and then and then or else I meet the parents and I'm like oh, oh I, I have to look respectable and I then teach. they start talking yeah. and it's like it's fine we're all good we're it's all in the same headspace we're fine but oh my god yeah, or seeing like students that I had a few years ago and now they are like 21 22 I'm like oh my god I'm so old oh so god old. yeah that's horrific but it's like I went out it was my cousin's 21st it was last year it was like obviously a year before the pandemic like and uh, then I was out with all these students from Cork because she was in her like final year I think mm-hmm. in thing oh my god but it was so funny because you know the way they're all real pissed like and they were like oh my god how do you have two kids how do you look so young? I thought you were our age and I was walking around like yeah you did you yeah. stupid kids you stupid <laughs> I was like stop it and the bouncer and the thing is like oh my, and they're like he didn't even check your ID I'm like that's because he's an adult and he knows that I'm also an adult <laughs> you silly little <laughs> but I love you keep saying this shit to me because I love it thank you so much <laughs> yeah I love when I like I got asked for ID because I find the masks when you're oh, wearing them yes. like in shops I got asked for ID there it's like two or three weeks ago and I was like here you go <laughs> I'm like nope here is my driver's license and I was like thinking in my head I'm like you're probably not even legal actually and you're asking me uh, and you're asking me that's why you're confused or they're coming to me and asking me well what are you studying I'm like oh I love you for asking me this <laughs> <laughs> you make me feel so young <laughs> and, it's so um, weird isn't it though how old you can feel sometimes at 33 or 32 I'm 30 we're we just were talking about this we're both 33 next month Mm -hmm. but like you can feel so old sometimes in those stupid things like you know when you're out and you're seeing all these like 20 year olds and you're going you are babies you're actually babies but then you're like I I've if someone asks me my age in my head I go 25 like it's such a strange thing I don't know how I can have kids and how I can have like you know bills and and shit I'm just looking around going when did this happen or I've developed a little frown line on my head and I'm like sorry what the fuck now this appeared I think from raising my eyebrows so much at the bullshit that has gone on in the last year but it is deep this shit is deep on my head I'm like this has aged me about five million percent and you can see your forehead when you wear a mask so like I'll never get asked the right no, I have the, I have them too. You can see them there. Oh, it's not fair. <laughs> not fair. And I I spend my whole life lifting my eyebrows, singing. You know, like oh, and you're just like, oh, yeah. like they're there. I'm like they're really getting those time. in there That's now. <laughs> that sounds so much better. These are my performance lines. Yeah, now there you go. But like, isn't it weird? And then some days you can feel really childish. 
Yes. Yeah. It's like I want to build a fort and I want to sit in the fort with loads of chocolate yeah. and watch Disney yeah. movies. And I'm fine with that. I'm totally fine with that. Yeah, I love it because my kids are too, like they they like watching films, but they don't love it. You know, yeah. they don't really care cartoons and shit like that. But I'm like, come on, guys, let's because, uh, you know, everyone got Disney Plus right at the start of the pandemic, didn't they? So it's like, yeah. oh, let's watch all these cartoons. The kids aren't even watching it. They're off in the other room. And I'm like, oh, my God, I love yeah. Moana. She's amazing. <laughs> I want to no, be her. <laughs> I'm 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 an absolute fecker for the musicals musicals like found the music and oh, oh. you yeah no, i know i i'm really bad for musicals i like um what's that one with your man in it the greatest showman and i was surprised i like it because sometimes musicals i'm a bit like oh here we go do you know here what we go. don't know this is gonna grate on me a little bit like but i haven't watched it do you know, no way. That's so funny. It's like that. I've watched it because it's the commercial type of musical. And you're like, I'm I'm a real hard. No, do you know what it is? <laughs> do you know what it is? It's the same with A Star Is Born. It took me about a year to watch A Star Is Born because. <gasps> I haven't watched that. And I really want to watch it. No. What's the story with that? You have to be in the right headspace to watch you certain do. things, don't you? Because yeah, that's why I, I have it. the first few episodes of Grey's recorded because I'm not ready for Grey's yet. I'm in a good place right now. I want to be hurt again. I don't want to cry. You know what I mean? But now, I love Grey's Anatomy. Do you know what I mean? I I think mm, I found, right, it's kind of like The Devil Wears Prada. Do you know Do you know where when in The Devil Wears Prada and she's just like putting up with all this crap from her boyfriend? And yes. I get irrationally mad like watching The Devil Wears Prada. I'm like... Why did you leave her job? He was he was throwing a strap. How dare you give up like everything for a man? And I, uh, it's kind he's of a like dickhead. that. It's kind of like that in a star is born. I'm like, why haven't you left him? Why are you singing about how much you love him? Why have you not left him? He's a yes. horrible human. He's like yes. draining you of everything. And I, I just got so mad at it. But then oh, like no. friends of mine are like, no it's so romantic and I'm, that's not romance. no that's not what romance is I no. well like <laughs> it's probably just my damaged ass but um I don't I don't oh, I can't see romance in so many things that are supposed to be romantic I'm looking at them going no that's just stupid honey you're yeah. dickmatized he obviously dickmatized. Is like you better you better be getting something good honey to make it worth staying for that shit like I what the no, no. I, and then the reason that I, I don't, I have, ugh, I, it took ages to watch that and I haven't watched The Greatest Showman. I actually can't bring myself to do it because I love when my students come in and want to sing songs. Yeah. But when 30 of them in a week come in and oh. sing A Million Dreams, oh, one yeah. after the other are shallow. Yes, it's a lot, I'd say. Yeah. Like all the good songs that come out on the radio get ruined for me. Cause I'm oh like, I have heard it a million times in the week. And Ed Sheeran, were you do you remember that year that everyone Jesus sang Ed Sheeran for thing? I'd say you are so sick of Ed Sheeran. Oh I was just God. like, Ed, go away. Like I'm actually just looking forward off. to Adele coming back wherever she is. Back, come least, back, honey, please. I need a break. <laughs> they're singable. You know what I mean? I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Like oh, Billie God. Eilish and all those things, and even Ed Sheeran with his loop tracks, like they wonder why they can't just sing them like them. And I'm like, oh, they can't because it's a loop. It's not like that's recorded and replayed, sweetheart. Yeah. You can't, and that's not what I'm teaching you. No. <laughs> so at least like the Greatest Showman songs were great, but then there was a lot of little little ones that were coming in and wanted to sing these big big songs. It's like. Oh, no, that's not gonna happen. No. You're not ready for this. Or yeah. like a load of a load of a load. Oh, just not to clearly there. But a load of parents come in there like, oh, she wants to sing this song, and I'm like, does she want to sing it, or do you want her to sing it? Or I'm like, have you heard the words of that song? Oh, feck yeah! I never even thought of that shit. There's a lot of them that you're like, I can't get a nine, ten year old to sing. I can't. Like, no, that'll be like, I'll be on a register if that child sings this in my presence. No, most of the songs today are filth. Filth. Absolutely. And I'm like, dirt. These are the songs I sing to myself after the school run. Like, you can't sing these. (laughs) Oh my God. I never even thought of that. I'd say you get some mental requests for kids to want to learn. Like, do you know what I mean? Oh no. And even like for weddings, a load of people like 
someone like you or anything. And I'm like, you know, that's a breakup song. You don't want yeah, that at your wedding. That's <laughs> kind of sounded out bad juju straight away. <laughs> straight away. I remember um, John Bon Jovi talking about his song. Do you know oh, that really Always. Famous, always. And he was like, this isn't actually, like so many people have it for their weddings and everything. This song's about a stalker. He's a yeah. stalker. Like, <laughs> and I, uh, he's like, I don't want to ruin any weddings, but realistically, it's a stalker. Yeah. Sorry. And yeah. what's the other one? Every breath you take. Yes. Now, stop it. That's just a creep. <laughs> that is just a creep. That's where I'm the same as you. I'm like, that's not romantic. That's scary. That's yeah. like, yeah, you're going on a missing list the next time you see that person on your own. Like, don't do it. So you're from Dublin? Yes, from Dublin, yeah. What part of Dublin are you from? Uh, Glasnevin, so just down the road from Ikea um, was where I used to live. It's a, and everyone always goes, is that not just Ballymun? And I'm like, well, no, they wanted to push the house prices up. So they made it Glasnevin. Glasnevin. Yeah, Nevin. I know. Oh, it was the best. So good. That's why I miss it so much because it's the most handy place in the world. I worked on the Ikea building site I was the site secretary on the site so I used to just roll out of bed and roll up to the site and then like if you want to go into town it was only like a bus in and like a tenner it used to be a tenner home in a taxi I think it's about 20 now at this stage but like it's just and then when I worked in the airport for so long like getting up for 4 a.m shifts and all it was just Mm -hmm. you flew up the road 10 minutes up the road but then when I was when I started seeing my partner Brian his kids are in Greystones with his ex mm-hmm. so it was like either we had to move to Southside Dublin which it cost you a fortune and I'm a Northsider so I'm not really having that yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. not about not about the Southside life uh, or Wicklow and like my dad and cousins are all in Wicklow so it's like do you know what I'm used to Wicklow I know Wicklow as well we may as well like go to Wicklow so that's how I ended up here but it was actually the perfect time because I yeah we literally moved into this house and I found out I was pregnant and that was probably the best thing that could have happened because it was a different stage of my life then. I yeah. didn't feel like I was missing out on going out in Dublin or going yeah. out. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. like going out in Wicklow, we've had some great nights here, like me and my cousins and all. And my friends down here, we, like, we've had some great nights. But like before, the, I think the year before the pandemic, the only nightclub left in Wicklow closed down. Like, do you know what I mean? It's just like... So there's no, there used to be two, there used to be Silvers and the Forge and they were across the road from each other. Yeah. And the Silvers was kind of the younger one. And we used to go there like animals. I'd come down here for whole weekends and we'd like, one night we went with like, <laughs> no, I actually can't tell that story because we killed me. But like, <laughs> so a great night, not just great night. nights. Great. Let's just say great nights. Yeah. And then Silver's closed down and then we'd be, we'd go the Forge. And I'm not saying we'd go, I like, obviously after I moved down, we didn't go out every bleeding weekend. And once you have kids then trying to get babysitters now, it's such a nightmare. It kind of, yeah. like my nights out would be saved for concerts because me and my auntie Christian go to concerts loads. Like, Love concerts. Oh, Love them. It's such year, a vibe, like, and it's such an oh. evening. Like you go get food, you go yeah. to a concert, then you go yeah. out, like the whole Whole yeah, month. It's it's a, whole night. let's have a few drinks and go out at 12 you know exactly yeah and it's, it's like there's a theme for the night like do you know what I mean it's just <laughs> oh I love I love a theme tonight I love like a fancy dress night I love a themed night I love cons I love a, like a comedy night do you know what I mean I like yeah. there to be a focus for the night like do you know and what so. what what gig do you have any concert tickets that have been postponed oh this is the worst ever me and my aunt christian right 2006 we went to i think 10 concerts 10 big gigs in the one year that were like amazing Mm -hmm. and then i've been pregnant for the last 17 years so we haven't been able to that's what it felt like anyway like just so and then i just had a really shit year 2019 was like just the worst year of my fucking life so my auntie Christine and me had planned so many gigs mm-hmm. and we bought tickets. We were going to My Chemical Romance. We oh. were going to see, we were going to Dita Von Tees to her burlesque oh my God, show. We were going to Green Day again. We were oh. going to Buns and Roses again. We were going to Lewis Capaldi. We were going to, um, what's his name? That little ride, that fella from Dublin. 
Oh, I can't think of his name and I can hear a song from my head but I'm not going to sing it <laughs> Jeremy Kennedy we were going do you know we had like oh we were going to Alanis Morissette we were oh, like we so had good. we had the best lineup of fucking gigs ever and then oh hi Corona we we're just going to fucking ruin your life like do you know no, I was we, ha- we have Louis Capaldi Elbow um, Harry Styles Oh, stop it! And it's just this never-ending. This has been postponed again, and I'm like, yes. oh I'm like, yeah. I need music. I need live yes. music. I, I need live music. I just, I feed off it, and it's just yeah. like you said. It's just such a nice. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Me and my ex Christian like- say that we we appease the mental health gods by yeah. getting our nights where yeah. we just go and you can just lose yourself in that like vibe and in the music and then just yeah and we just it's just always brilliant like it's just you, always so fucking good and you always have the best sleep <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah because you're bollocks because you put on your feet the whole okay. time and you're like walking miles to get into like the OT or something. Do you know what yeah. I mean? It's just so good. I think the last gig we went to was actually um James Arthur before the, oh, the thing. Because uh this is like the third and people were like, remember when we first went to see him in the Olympia, I think it was, or not the Olympia. Yeah, it was the Olympia, I think. And uh people were like, You're going to see James Arthur. Like and we we're like, we love him. We fucking okay. love him. Yeah, he's fucking. I love him, and it was so good because it was the biggest one we'd been to. Because I think kind of was like the Olympia, somewhere else, kind of small ish, mm-hmm. and then it, you know now it's like the biggest. But he was amazing, amazing. He's like got yeah, such a good voice. Like yeah, there's something filthy about him as well. You're just looking yeah. going, oh, I love you, you little scruffy ride. You. I agree. I agree. <laughs> yeah. You're just like, you'd look great with a beard, man. <laughs> oh, stop. It's just, I love him. I love him. Oh, but yeah, and what's, what's the plan for after lockdown now? What's what's happening? Oh, God, I don't, I, I just don't know. Because in my head, I'm like, I'm afraid to plan anything for yeah. after lockdown. Do you know that kind of way? Like, I've definitely realized that it, it's been great because I've been on social media so much more. Mm-hmm. Because I, I have my, so yeah, I have my page, my Instagram page, F off Mumtum, and it started out as just uh, a field diary. That's literally all it was. I started it back in 2017 and it was just putting up my field thing and it was just following other field accounts to get ideas. I was trying yeah. Slimmer World. Slimmer World never really clicked with my brain because I need oh. something to be logical. I need it to be cal- like a physical number like calories or remember the old Weight Watchers points where yeah. everything had points like do you yeah. know what I mean and I lost I lost five stone with Weight Watchers when yeah. I was like tw- 19 or 20 I can't really remember and like gradually have put it back on over the years <laughs> well I kind of fucked myself because I lost it all then started going out with a chef immediately and she just <laughs> fed fed me up she was the worst fit like the food Jesus Christ the food was amazing but everything yeah. was like butter and cream yeah. and oh Jesus Christ and then we'd just be always on the piss because she worked in a restaurant in Hope so we'd like be out in Hope just drinking I think so I put back on I think three stone in the next yeah. like like two years of being with her like and then what you call it after having Jacob then so obviously my weight's always been up and down so after having a baby that was like right I need to really focus myself and I need to do it and Slim World is the only one in Wicklow that was like that, like that I could actually go to yeah, you yeah. know what I mean but um, then I was just doing it on Instagram, like, and just chatting to people. And then I went off and after I got pregnant on Teague and I was like, I'm not going to be weighing myself. And I was, I really suffered because I had postnatal depression after mm-hmm. having Jacob. And I had like prenatal depression with Teague because it was like, she was a total surprise. I was just yeah. kind of starting to get back to myself yeah. and into a routine of being a parent, having a child and making that work for my type of life and then all yeah. of a sudden it was like bam no you're actually pregnant again fuck you bitch like do you know what I mean and I just yeah like, and when it's out it, of nowhere it's like I can't I, I can't plan for this what, what? yes exactly and you're running around after a toddler like or yeah. well he was yeah one and a bit like and then straight after having Tegan um it was she was like three months old I found out that my partner was having an affair the whole time I was pregnant so oh that like so I was already suffering from postnatal depression after having mm-hmm. her I was I had a really bad body image everything else then I found this out and it was like 
the whole time that I was pregnant and it was just so obviously like fucked him out and blah blah blah. now we're together now but like we're not, I'm not going to go into the ins and outs of it you know that kind of way people are like oh I don't know I think people are very easy to judge people who have been through an affair or been through yeah, certain and sometimes things all you need is to just regroup like yeah, yeah. But as well as that, there's like certain times where you just have to get on with shit as well. Do you know what yeah. I mean? You, you have to do what's best for your family in this moment, like yeah. to know that kind of way. So, but obviously that took a long time. Now I mean, yeah, I like, literally I think like, well, like being able to forgive someone and move on is a lot. Yeah, than walking away. Like oh well, like, when you've kids, you have a lot to more work. But that's the thing. Do you know what I mean? And like I'm not going to lie and say. I'm completely there and I've completely forgiven because I am a very stubborn person. I find it very hard to forgive. And if the mental health services in this country were better, I would have been seeing a therapist the whole time. Whereas I went to see a therapist for, I say four sessions or something. And Brian then lost his job in the airport. So I had just finished up my job in the airport because we realized I'll never be able to go back with the two kids and the price of childcare, like we'd have to pay someone to sleep in our house just so we could go to our shift. Do you know what I mean? Because we both worked there. Um, Brian lost his job, but you're like, when we, when I think it was about two months after all this, I'd come out like everything else. And so I couldn't afford to go to therapy. Do you know what I mean? I literally could not afford it. I was like, that it's, he and, and your man had even lowered the price of it because he was like, you do need to see someone. But then I felt like when I was in my sessions, I wasn't talking about mor- money worries because in my head I was going, he thinks I'm trying to get like a free session out of him. Or so, do you know that kind of way? Yeah, like, I get you. Yeah. So what's the point in therapy if you can't actually talk about the things that are stressing no. you out like fully? Do you know what I mean? But um, that year was just so fucked up. So that's why I say 2019 was just the worst year of my life because I can't, I can barely remember it. I was just like, drinking loads Xanax I was like Mm -hmm. fucking whacked out of it on Xanax because I couldn't take sleeping tablets I couldn't sleep properly but I couldn't take sleeping tablets because I had a fucking newborn and a toddler and like do you know it was that whole like cycle of just it was just a haze like do you know what I mean but it was I just need to be numb to get through the next day like do you know what I mean and then I was like putting on weight even more weight and just being like I want to be able to remember my child's life. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? I can't remember like so much of the first year of Tegan's life. It's insane. Like it's horrible. But as I spoke to other mothers about it and they're like, yeah, but they've had postnatal depression. They don't remember it. They had three other kids. They don't remember it. They're like, you're not the only person in the world. It's not a bad thing. If you can't remember that first year is mad. Some people just don't remember it because of sleep deprivation. Like, do you know what I mean? That's the thing. I think I always say to people, there is definitely a reason we do not remember like the first two years of our lives. Because I don't think we'd want to remember. You wouldn't willingly go back into that shit. Do you know what I mean? Like, no, no. Not a fucking like, and I think like anyone that like says they're pregnant and everything, I'm just like, oh my god, that's great, but like, Ah, no sleep, man, no sleep at all. And like anyone that's like, like, I think from working, like, I'm like, oh, sleep now, just sleep now, all you can see. Yeah, well, actually, yeah, that's true. I do say that's and just rest. I know it doesn't like build up. It's pity. It doesn't build up that you can like keep <laughs> you it in, you know, in the basket of reserve of sleep energy. But with work and shift work, I was so used to napping at mad times. I'm really good at saying, okay, I need to sleep for four hours and then I can function, you know, and I need to then I'll be awake. I'll do that. I'll nap again for an hour. I have a really fucked up. I had a really fucked up sleep pattern anyway. So it did fit in. Okay. With the kids. Like I like I was just looking at my kids destroying my house, thinking, God, little newborns in the pandemic would have been handy. That would have been so fucking handy, actually, because I wouldn't have had to entertain them. I wouldn't have had yeah. my house like upended. I go to the bathroom and come downstairs, and I, 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 God knows what's happening. I like that's why most of the time I'm just like, just come upstairs with me, just do it. Like Brian's always like, why do you let them follow you? And I'm like, because if I don't. The house will be on fire own. when I come downstairs. Like they're you know left I mean? their own, uh, and when they're yeah. their own devices, they are so creative. <laughs> oh, they're too creative, too too creative. I always say I really do hope Tegan uses her powers for good, not evil, because that bitch is powerful. Like it's ridiculous. I love her. She is me, and that is probably the problem. Girls, <laughs> girls are so different to boys. Like 
they, oh my god my uh because me and my cousin had our two babies like i, I had jacob and she had esme uh two days apart like and she's down a week low so like you know we we had our pregnancies together like do you know what I mean and like Esme would be like on top of her and clinging and and stuff like that and I'd be like oh my god I couldn't cope with Jake because Jacob just kind of pisses off and does his own thing you know he's happy to play along and do you know and go look at this man all right see you in a bit like do you know what I mean yeah whereas now that I've had Tegan it's like I didn't treat her any differently and she is just glued to me she is my shadow like yeah there is I don't care what anyone says there's a huge difference between boys and girls definitely completely I I find Christopher like a friend of mine has a little girl and oh my god she is just energy yes in a human and it's like look at this play with me look at this come here come here and I'm like oh my god yeah I was like you need so much energy and she's your attention yeah but I'm like you need Oh, it's exhausting it's exhausting I do be wrecked like I was up half the night with Tegan again she's just I hate it you know the way they go through these little phases where they'll just sleep grand for a week and then then it's just like now nah, fuck you I'm gonna, I'm gonna wreck your head now for the next yeah. little while because as well as that Jacob's going to Montessori in the mornings I can't leave Tegan screaming and waking him up yeah. so you have I have to bring her downstairs whereas when it was Jacob I could bring him into my room and put him in the bed and even if he did just chat to me I could kind of doze like yeah. you know but he never really did actually he was a great sleeper but like that if he was awake it was like okay he needs a bottle or he needs he needs to get up for an hour and then yeah. he'll go back asleep for five more hours like do you know what I mean no which is great in some ways but okay like it gets that stage where it broken sleep it just catches up on you doesn't, doesn't it like it, it makes you oh, sick yeah it really does and I find but it really like, affects my anxiety if I get yes. too much focus sleep my anxiety my nerves are so at me and yeah. it's not even that I'd get temperamental it's just I'm I'm harder on myself yeah yeah and I and overthink and like, everything yeah and I find myself getting like overly emotional about things or taking things a lot more personally Mm-hmm. Do you know that kind of way yeah. like it, like an offhand comment that someone would say I'd be like well actually did they fucking mean that like or you know just yeah, oh, yeah overthinking it is that's that's exactly what it is yeah because in your head I'll go and like... have a sleep and I'll wake up and go what the fuck is wrong with you you dick like it, yeah. it, there was nothing in that you lunatic like yeah it's mad it's, isn't it's it like you're so it's not even sensitive it's just like your defense mechanism is I'm trying my best don't yes. criticize any. Well, actually, that's it. You just go on the defensive, yeah. don't you? Yeah, that's what I'm. I can be. I'm like in general, I can be a bitch for that. I'm just like, sorry, what did you just say? Sorry, yes. And it's like I'm not. I, it's not that I'm like confrontational, but I'm not going to take shit either. Like, do you no. know what I mean? I think. I think that's oh. something that everyone experiences when they pass thirty as well. Uh well, no, I kind of. Yeah, I've always been a little. But loads of people, like my mom and all, would say that. Like, I'm an old like I was older than my years if you know what I mean yeah I think because sometimes I'm listening to like people who aren't properly young ones and the shit they're coming out with you're just they're going why are you taking that like yeah. do you know what I mean stand yeah. up for yourself have the confidence to just just be yourself like but I was very lucky in school I went to an all-girls school but our year like the teachers still even talk about our year was just amazing everyone was supportive of each other there was no bullying everyone just got along and everyone just was like good to each other there was no shit there was no like slagging people off there was no drama there was nothing like we were all good level-headed people who knew who we were and who we wanted to be and and we all just got on with it and I think that made a massive difference because most of the people that I still know from school we all know who we are and we all stand up for us do you know that kind of way it yeah. was instilled in us in school and it was just brilliant Jesus I'd love to go back imagine going back to school now I'd go back to first year again now imagine going back knowing everything you know now and getting like, to that all to go again back knowing everything I know now and I would have I'd be a lot harsher I think but I say that but I'd be I bolder I was too good I'd would... go and run amok I was afraid like of doing everything people would be going like out to like oh what was it called down at the fucking barcode they'd be going to barcode like with fake ideas and, and all this and I'd be too scared I didn't go till I was 18 because I was just like no I'm not getting turned away I'm having to leave no not a hope 
No, I was, I was terrified. I was, so I I'd was be bolder. A nerdy nerd in school. I, I really, I, I liked going. I, I think my logical brain was like, you go to school to do the work. Yeah. And then you go home and you have the crack, do you know? And yes. that's when my brain was working. And all these people that were just wrecking my head in school, I was just like, oh my gosh, like just do Can you not do that? Then, just get on with it so we can go the fuck home. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, Stop can we just get on this. with it so we don't have to listen to this 40 times this week? Like, please. Yes. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. I got such a hard time in school because I used I sang opera and classical music. So I was weird. Yeah. And yeah. Um, this one oh time in band camp, that's you. <laughs> I'd love to go back knowing everything I know now and be like, I know where you're going to end up. So stop talking down to me. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. Sorry, honey. Okay. This is where all you right. peak, by the way. This is where you peak. It's all down here yeah, from here, so honey. Just, just yeah. I'm going to watch that happen. And we'll wind your fucking neck in. Yeah. <laughs> you, you talking down to everyone. It's not going to happen this time around. <laughs> no. Oh God, it'd be so good. <laughs> and tell everyone about your page because i have oh yeah on your yes page. oh my god what it is what it is now so it started off yes. as like a diet food diary everything food diary, and- everything else and then what do you call it so after like my shit year basically like i think it was only a couple of months before the pandemic i said you know what i miss it because instagram is such a mad place when you're in a community like that like there's people that I have spoke to since 2017. There's people that I didn't speak to in between on my little break, you know, yeah. that much. But straight away, the second I was back on, we're like, oh, my God, you're back. Oh, I missed you so much. Blah blah. blah. Because, yeah, it started off as a field page, but it's more like right now. It's like a, I don't even know how to describe it. It's like a personal blog. But I have and just an honest it is, view of, honest. of like motherhood. And of what I what I'm trying to really do is like of sexuality as well because yeah we all talk about sex we all want sex we all have sex we sex is so different after you become a parent you know yeah. and everything else and it's such a conversation that needs to be more had like we need better sex education we need better access to actual information not just don't have sex you won't get because, pregnant then yeah or you just know like other people telling stories because you you put up great like session boxes and story boxes and it's like you might read them and and be like that's happened to me too you know or that's great advice or you know oh it's amazing because I so I put up like the confession boxes and Mm -hmm. like sometimes I'll put a theme on them and say like I think the first one was like your worst sexual experiences like you know falling out of the bed or whatever you know them just being shit or like whatever and the stuff that started coming in because I always keep them anonymous I'll never say who the person is and I think it's because I'm so open about my stories about sex and about different things and even when I put like a yes or no like the questions last week were all about cheating partners and Mm -hmm. or cheating have you ever cheated uh have you ever done this have you ever done? and literally I put on the end of it there's no judgment because I've answered yes to every single question that I think so people actually I think open up to me more but I've always found this in my life because I just talk people yeah. talk back don't they I'd say you get the same people open up to you probably a bit more because you're a talker yeah, you know they're just bouncing like off if, your if, energy if like. I te- just spout out everything I, I've controlled the narrative of myself so yes they can't they yes, can't they talk can't. about me because it's like open book like yeah exactly it's like fat amy in in pitch perfect but if i call myself fat amy then this bitch can't call me fat behind me back like do you know what i mean so i think but it's just so much fun and you see so what Mm -hmm. i try and do is then with the answer whatever i get like what was it this morning i put up um your confessions they can be anything like they don't have to just be sex but i'm telling you now whenever those question boxes are about sex the views on my stories goes up by about like threefold like literally it's ridiculous like and the answer answers I get are amazing but then I've gotten really nice things like people would be like thank you so much for talking about this I didn't know this or I didn't yeah. realize like just stupid things like because I put up like uh always pee after sex yeah like do you know really stupid things that was the most recent there was one I put up ages ago and I, I can't think of it now and it was something really important and I was like you a few people that messaged me were like I never knew that and I'm like the these are things that you should know like yeah. do you know what I mean for your safety sometimes yeah for your pleasure other times because that's I think that's the thing as well when we're taught about sex it's always like 
functional sex. It's not, yeah. you know, it's, and it's, it's never not female like... pleasure led. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? They're gonna yeah, be fine. yeah. They're going to be fine. Like, yeah. girls, like, come it's on, so annoying. It's like, up and be like, this doesn't yeah. work for me. And that's, yeah. And I think, you see, because my it's like a personal blog and it's a journey for my like life basically do you mm-hmm. know what I mean of like getting myself in a better mental health space getting myself better with food my relationship with food and now I do work with Karina Duffy now she is like a per- she was a personal trainer and then the pandemic hit and she only put her business all online last year when the pandemic hit like so she teaches women about calories about calorie counting about how you shouldn't be weighing yourself every single week if you don't want if you don't want to yeah. You know what I mean? If it's going to affect you badly mentally, like it would me, because there's so many factors in why your weight would go up and down. That's the thing. Do you know what I mean? And that's like, so that's, what I try and talk about food, obviously a lot, and just women's health. But that leads on to like sex and that leads on to different things. But I think people like, because my page is comfortable in the fact that it's not a kink based no page. Do you know, no, it doesn't look like you're following some, like sex page like no. you know that kind of way but they love the, the messages I get from L ones even like I have a few followers that I'm just like you're a George L bitch like do you know what I mean <laughs> and it's so good because they're like do you know what it's just lovely to see people talking so honestly and you know what then- it's, it's just really nice to hear another mom talk about it because I think there's yeah. this taboo about once you're a mom you can't talk about these things or can't be sexy pleasure yeah. or be sexy or be like yeah like that's why I'm like trying to re like I'm like oh because I'm like no it's not just a fucking category on Pornhub it's like we are still like because I said this to my friend I've always always had a very high sex drive I've always been very like sexual a person and everything else and after I had Jacob I remember saying to my friend I don't feel like me in that way I don't feel sexy I don't feel attractive I feel like my body is now changed it's gone all soft and a funny shape like it has a new function it has a new yeah exactly like you know and and that devastated me like mm-hmm. genuinely I was devastated like and obviously that was part of the postnatal depression as well we probably made it a little bit worse like but it was getting that back and then just being honest about it like you know mm-hmm. that's why I think everything on my page is pretty much honest though like I'll talk about like I've sat here and at this whole fucking aero bar I'm not gonna like I'm not going to be skinny tomorrow I'm not if you're following me for just the weight loss you're you're in there for the long haul do you know that kind yeah. of way well that's the way <laughs> it is like do you know but that's, that's the thing too like I I find an awful lot like of those pages they'll put up their healthy dinners they'll put up them going for a walk but like what happens in between you definitely ate a marath bear yeah exactly you definitely yeah. didn't go for a walk on Saturday Put yeah up, whereas I'm there with my patchy pizza going like yeah too lazy today it's okay to have a lazy day I'd have much more appreciation for people that do that and go look eight six Mars bars yesterday have to walk an extra one today do you know yes like, yeah. great lovely fine but yeah. you had your fun like oh it wrecks my head yeah I know I know it's not because it's not actually showing it and that's what like most of the accounts now that I follow or that I'm like I follow back a lot of people because I'm like I want to interact with people I don't just want to feel like whatever if I've if I haven't followed people back or if I've unfollowed people it's because their page is private and it's like just their family and I'm like I don't actually know you do you know what I mean I I feel like I'm intruding on your you know yeah you know my put my page is public and it's choosing to be out there and it's choosing for people to see you know um but there's a lot that are more honest now like I find sometimes the bigger ones are um, like they might be a little bit less honest, you know, that kind of way. They're, I'm sure they're probably restricted by what they can show because all they take on is like promotions. That's, so, like, that's the thing though. Like, yeah, they're like it's constantly just paid advertising. So their content has to be um, like edited down, doesn't it? Yeah. You know, they can't have it exactly what they want. They no. have to check. Oh my God. I'm not going to lie to you. Brian's out there opening. He's standing at the door trying to distract me. And now he's just swung the door open and he's naked. Just so you know, <laughs> that's why I am, if I'm not making sense. That's true love there. Like, 
<laughs> that's him being annoying because he's just realized he has to take Tegan down to collect Jacob from Montessori and he doesn't want to. <laughs> oh no, men having to do something. Oh, oh my God. Off so with you. Shocker. It's so funny how we do everything with two kids hanging off us uh, mm. or one or whatever, but like, God forbid they have to do one thing. <laughs> oh, they, they, it, it's just, and do you know what? I give out. There's an awful lot of things men do do. Yes, yes. But yeah. they have to be given clear instructions and they have to think about it before they do it. And the one yes. thing that rests my head more than anything else, right, is if, yeah, right, you'll get this now, right? So say I leave this room and yeah. I have to go and dress the bed. But by before I get there, I'll probably put three things in the wash give the floor a brush check the bathroom then dress the bed but a man yes i have to go dress the bed and everything else is invisible i knew you were gonna say that i knew you were gonna say that that's that's the way i find it because like i love obviously doing the cooking i prefer doing the cooking because i can control the calories in the cooking everything else but i'm cooking the dinner while that's boiling i'm emptying the dishwasher um, I'm reloading the dishwasher. I'm getting the next thing in the oven. I'm wiping down the counters. I'm cleaning as I go. Doing the lunch for the next fucking day. I'm laying out the child's clothes for the next yeah. day so that by the time I finish my dinner, I can stay sitting down. I don't have to do that. Yeah. Are you just gonna take? You're just gonna take her to the skill now. Yeah, you're just gonna take her to the skill. <laughs> She's got. Oh, that's great. Thank you so much for informing me that you're you're doing something that a parent should do. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Love you. Bye. (laughs) See, they have to inform you what they're doing. Can't even do that without without a a pat on the back. (laughs) It's like I do that every day, twice. Did you? Did you do that? Because yeah, I've done that for the last five fucking years. Well done. Yeah, that's yours. You should do that. yeah yeah exactly oh, oh no I, oh. I feel you tell everyone so before we go where they can find you yes you can I'll find put it, me i'll put it all in the info of the um the description oh my neighbor's dog has decided to say hello as well there you go oh that's nice um <laughs> i'll put it all in the description of the podcast but honestly lads if he if you can follow laura's page you will have the best <laughs> laugh and like yeah as you can tell, I'm finding our, a lot chat. more people like are following me that aren't following me just for food lately. It's for the crack, and it's for the crack. we do. We just have a bit of crack on the page, and we just talk shy, and we just like I just post what I want to fucking post, and it's a very <laughs> honest. But it's and refreshing, alright. So refreshing. Like I mean, thank you. I, I, my page like is autism music me having a rant every now and again keep people up to date on bits and yeah bobs. yours is very honest as well to be fair do you know what I mean I like I like that and it's and I like it's I not people people get sick of like this picture perfect life but like you know I was talking about like going through my smear tests and I'm like lads go get a smear and loads of people yes. like, didn't realize this didn't realize yeah that. I talk about my goiter I talk about my migraines I talk about all this stuff and it's like no yeah like people and I wouldn't be big or, or by any stretch or means like, but I think people that do look at the bigger bloggers, like go, this doesn't happen to them. Yes. Yeah, completely. Because it's not shown. No, it's, it's like, not. you know, like, the profile picture versus a tagged picture. You're always going to put your profile picture life up, aren't yeah. you? Yeah. Whereas I like to throw in the L tag photos here and there because they're funnier. Do you know what they're I mean? Yeah. And like, open discussions. Like I find like if I put up posts that are like, like the last, you know, I was asking about vaccine, vaccines, you know, advice for kids that don't yes. like injections and things like that. And I will put them all together and make them into, you know, a kind of informative post after kids. Yes. Because everyone has a different way of doing things. And then yeah. yesterday I put up like, what's the best advice you've ever gotten? And some of them were fantastic. Like, oh my yeah, God. Yeah, I need to go back and read it because I think there was only like three comments on it when I you only just putting it up. So I had put mine on it, but I want to go back and read it because you do sometimes just from real people, you get the yeah. best advice and you get the best. I love like just getting an insight into people's lives. Like when I'm sharing these mad stories, yeah. of silly things that people have done, it does. It's, it makes people see like, oh my God, 
it's okay that I fucking did this horrific thing once yeah. because yeah, there's someone else that did it too. Yeah, right? like, yeah. yeah we, we're, we're all different, but we're all the same. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're all in it together. The team of the coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to be back to our new normal. Like, oh my God. Oh, oh, fuck you, new I'm normal. just going to be more riddled with anxiety when we go back to new normal, uh, I think. Same. Yeah, really, really think. I think I've forgotten how to actually socialize properly. That's, <laughs> and a lot of my socializing involved touching strangers. So I'm just devastated because I feel like my niche is going to be gone. Out the window. <laughs> I want to get I, I need to see you when you're back on stage I'll have to see you in some sort of show when I'm scared sitting in an audience oh terrified of anyone when I get trying to, to me. go back and do them I swear to god now I know it'll be weird I know we'll all just have to take our phones and like just talk into our phones and pretend we're on zoom instead of face to face <laughs> Why isn't the mute button working? You're talking shit. <laughs> like, can I mute? No. No, no, no. <laughs> Or green screen. I am in a beautifully clean house. Like what? <laughs> Gotta love it. But look, it was lovely talking to you, Laura. And I hope everyone follows you because you've no idea. Like this is only the tip of the iceberg of how fun Laura is. And uh, I'll put all oh, the information in the description. So much. You're the best. I'm sure we'll, we'll have another chat of a catch up after when we're back in our new normal, you know? When we're back in our new normal. Yeah. <laughs> Fun. Thank you so much, Laura. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> Thank you all so, so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed listening to our chat as much as I did having the chat with Laura please give Laura a follow on Instagram you will not regret it her page is just so refreshing you can find her over on Instagram at f underscore off underscore mum underscore tum and enjoy the fun there see you all again soon for episode six <laughs>